2: David, football, football, David.
3: The Dave Damashek Football Program.
2: Available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now, here's your host, Dave Damashek.
1: Hi, and hello, football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. We got a dandy one lined up for you. I can pretty much say that blindly at this point because when. When, when football season ends, that's when the Damashek show turns on and takes it to uh, – to, uh, uh, turns it up to 11, you know? Turnt up. That's what I said. That's what I said. Turnt. Coming up on this show in just a little bit one of the all-time great NFL football players. And I'm not just saying that because I like the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's mean Joe Green, mm. one of the truly dominant guys that you'll ever see. Go back, do yourself a favor, dig up some uh, some of his highlights. Look for the gray face mask, though. That's the real key. He gets a little bit – he starts having knee trouble and everything else once it gets later in his career. But early on in his career, you will never see a more dominant defensive lineman than number 75 wearing black and gold. In the meantime, we have much to get to in the here and now of Pro Football 2017. Marshawn Lynch says he wants to come back for the Oakland Raiders. I kind of like the idea of that. I like the idea of I'm a hockey fan, and if you know the original six story, for a quarter century, for 25 full years, there were only six teams in professional hockey in North America, and the thing, if that isn't weird enough to you, the wrinkle that I love is that if a player was from, I think it was a 50-mile radius or maybe a 100-mile radius, you had the, the team within that if, – if a player lived – let's say you're from Montreal and you lived 40 miles away. The Canadians had signing rights over the other five teams. Ergo, the Canadians won a lot of Stanley Cups. The Leafs were good. The Wings were good because they were fairly the close to uh, to Canada. The who were good? The Wheel. Oh, good. The Wheel. The Wheel was good. That's good and, a good uh, team. I like. I like that. Team. And then the Hawks, the Rangers, and the Bruins were were also Rands, even though they were half of a, a six team league because who in America was playing hockey at the time? Marshawn Lynch, I hope this starts a new thing where you have to go to your hometown to play ball. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think that would be fun. Anywho, let's say hello to the voices You're all, you've already begun to hear. We have much to chop up here. We talk, I say Mean Joe Green, the dynasty of the 20th century. We're here to represent the dynasty of the 21st century. <laughs> the boss from around the NFL, you read his pages on NFL.com, you listen to him talk about this, that, and the other, and Tom Brady, isn't
4: that? Tom Brady, he's a really
1: good corner. I like Belichick is
4: good. It's Here he is, everybody. It's Greg Rosenthal. What's I mean, I definitely, fella? which is the dynasty here? I don't consider myself representing, you know, the Patriots dynasty. I'm not part of the organization. Well, that's You're talking you about the around range. the NFL podcast dynasty. I represent that.
1: <laughs> That's a matter for another time. I want to talk about I do think you're right about this. First of all, I want, you and I part ways on that I'm not a part of the organization. How long have you been a Patriots fan? My
4: my Your whole, whole life. My whole life, but I, you know, I wasn't it wasn't my fault when they were terrible the whole time I was Who cares more up? about the Patriots? You or car- Brandon Cooks? At this point, me.
1: Yeah, that's, say, exa- yeah that's exactly probably. right. That's precisely the point. I don't know. You can and us at all you want when when you are, have been
4: invested <laughs> for decades. Brandon Cooks has been there for like three days. What are you talking about? Yeah. Although a little part of it just dies, just a tiny bit, when you write 550 words at halftime while Lady Gaga is singing about the Falcons winning the Super Bowl, which is something that happened to, me. and you and, and you couldn't be made whole again
1: by what happened in the 30 plus minutes that remained. I mean, that was great. It was great. That was great. That was great. <laughs> um. And also here joining us, but yes, also, I do want to talk and about. Also here, I want to talk about the phenomenon of the 21st century Patriots, and I do want you to ruminate on this one too. Here, Rosenthal, they're not properly a dynasty by the parameters laid out by dynasties past. It's it's Tom Brady, it's Bill Belichick, and it's Bob Kraft, and it's flying Elvis on the side of their hats. Those are the only four consistent elements. Of the dynasty, sure. So it's but, not a dynasty; it's four guys.
4: But what's three guys? Then you need to come up with a word greater than dynasty. Because is what it they've greater? Done, yeah, because what they've done has never been done. 17, 16 okay. years of that sort of dominance, getting buys uh, every, you know, year for seven straight years. No team had even done that four straight times. So to to have that level of success, they have at least tied for their division lead every year. Since 2001, that there's nothing even remotely close to that where a team has been on top. I'm, that not gonna be so I'm not going to so be petulant. I'm not going to be so, so pe- I don't know what it is. I'll be petulant because I always am, but I'm not going to be more
1: petulant than usual when it comes to the Patriots. It pains me to say I have to tip my hat
4: to what they've achieved. However, it's not Now properly. that they've done it on two different sides where they did it on the back end and the, in the front end, multiple titles, I mean, that's... I don't know. There's no real. Let's continue comparison. this conversation and talk about looking ahead into 2017. But first,
1: let's say hello to uh, one of our regulars here on the DDFP. That's why I, I didn't. You know, who's I also it. here? He's well. No, listen. She's also here today, folks. I, I have better things to do <laughs> than be on your second-rate podcast. I'm on the. I'm doing Rosal. Okay, That's I was like, me? excuse Give me. A break. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Cause then he gets heat. Like it, it, he has a lot to deal with. I, also,
3: I, the, that would also imply that I don't have
1: other things to do. I'm the him. boss. <laughs> I'm the boss of around the <laughs> NFL. I'm not the
4: boss anymore, by the way. Anyway,
1: I do the NFL, and I, and then, and then Han Zeus gets mad at me when I go on other people's shows. Like, oh, I see you doing the Damashek show. I thought you cared about the ATN. No, oh, what gives? Oh, in my neighborhood, you get two in the back of the head for that kind of thing.
4: Oh. That's uh, how Han Zeus is. None of, no none of right that right none of that happened. I got grief. No, it didn't. I got grief from your listeners for not being on Tuesday's show or something. You trying to throw me under the you under to, the bus. You
1: want to play games with the Czech Republic? That's a game you're gonna lose, friend. <laughs> all right, let's say hello to the other very important uh, person joining <laughs> us here in Studio Sixty Six. She's a Detroit Lions fan. She is all over NFL Network, NFL.com, kibitzing about this, that, and the other. And she has a theme song. Let's hear it now. It's Cynthia Freeland.
2: It's Marianne's daughter here to steal the show. Back in the day, she had a mullet with the funky flow. Running marathons for her fitness goals. On the DDFP, she got the stat control. Because when it comes to the numbers, she's a gunslinger. She do the math in her head. She don't count fingers. No one no. questioning question numbers. surely waste to you. She's from Michigan. Yo, it's Cynthia.
1: Who's the best dancer in 66 right now? Emma VP. Right both now,
5: I'm um, probably going to go
1: with Cynthia. Cynthia is the best. Yes. Who's the worst? You. No, that's not true. You're just doing that too. So, <laughs> ah, she was saying, uh, and Emma, whatever the girl is behind the glass, was I mean, i me. not coming back. Is on, there
4: a man. more insulting imitation of anyone in <laughs> yeah. all of NFL media than yes? Thomas my imitation of Chris insult, Wessling is insulting.
1: Is one. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one I do a handseus too. Ba- <laughs>
4: so he's uh, he's uh, one of Tony Soprano's. I'm basically like the annoying Jewish grandfather you never had or wanted. <laughs> Don't blame me for that. You sound how you sound. No, anyway. (laughs) Hey, you
1: want to talk about football, I'll come on down to Tybee Island. I'll uh, get you drunk. We'll talk about ball. I'll teach you things you don't know. That's me, Chris (laughs) Wesleyan.
4: Oh, Wes is the best. That's answers. Do, I feel like we don't even need to be here. Check could actually do a, a whole podcast what's with the different what's voices mine? of the Around the NFL podcast. Mark, be good.
1: Mark Sessler Mark has a meditative quality to you know. He's a, he, he he comes off as thoughtful, but he's he, he'll bite you. You got to be careful with him because he, cause he, cause he, cause he'll sting you if you ain't if you ain't got your guard up because he's got a he's got a. A uh, uh, pastoral way of speaking, almost. You know, he's a, uh, and yet yeah, he's, a, he's a killer. If you ain't, kidding. anyway. Let's, uh, Cynthia Freeland. What's let's my? Talk. What's mine?
3: I'm la- now. I don't even. First of all, I'm just also here, and second of all, now I don't even get like a good impression.
1: Well, I, I, the only impression of a woman <laughs> I've a fair done, point. and of know, late, that- the only woman I, I that I who's, <laughs> who I I've attempted an impression of is uh, handsome Hank's mom. <laughs> I'm Henry. Strawberries. Henry, tell your mom everything about what. You, what is this tale? <laughs> it was revealed recently that Handsome Hank once spent the night in a uh, in the pokey. In the what? Pant, wow. In the hooskow. But his mother doesn't know about it. <laughs> She's
3: going to know now. What is this tale? What's this rubbish I hear?
4: I did too and that
1: that pork belly you yank. Did? did you hear it? That damashek.
4: What do you mean? Well, you did. I, yeah. Orleans, Spent the night in the joint. Orleans Parish Prison. Not the one you want to be in. Not the one you want <laughs> to be in.
3: For like some, like a reason? or like uh, for No. Like, I, it like was,
4: there know, was like a charity there thing. There wasn't a great story behind it. I was sort of on the outskirts of a fight and, and two it. of us got arrested for disturbing the peace. But I, I, I honestly was not involved in it. shocking if you look at me that I was not involved in a fight.
1: Freeland, <laughs> any run-ins with Johnny Law? Never, uh, no. You never. Well, I don't know that. I, I once uh, spent the better part of a night. I was attending a party. I was unawares. I was a square, you see, as I've always said. So my chums and I were at this party chums, right. in wrong. this basement, random. Town or random house in Pittsburgh, and it was jam packed with with kids. And we're like, why is this of all play, Why is this the party scene? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, we hear where Johnny Law is outside. You can see the uh, you can see the lights flashing through the you know those basement windows, and um, slowly we're brought up one by one up the stairs. And as you get to the top of the stairs, you see all sorts of drug paraphernalia spread out of these teenagers dumping it just before. The police get to him. We're like, "What? what How old are, you, are you, know? you here? Seventeen. Okay, eighteen. About, you know, I'm squ- I'm like, Aww. "What? What is that?" I didn't. I'm like, "What is that?" <laughs> you know, like, that's that's called marijuana, Dave. You know, like, "I won? What? what is it? Where was it?" I don't know where. Apparently, a male nurse had someone who was infirmed on the top floor. Amazing. And he was throwing a par- He was throwing parties. For teenagers and selling them drugs. Wow. Well, he probably was... eyeballed me and was like, well, dork. like "That door ain't gonna be not down going anywhere." Yeah, just like, what we should. Should I get a? Should I run him out? And nah, I just let that loser stay. This is probably the the high point of his uh, young life." <laughs> and uh, and anyway, wound up it, they called up paddy wagons and they hauled us all downtown. Wow. But pain knowing pain. that I hadn't done anything wrong. I made the mistake of trying to get everybody in my paddy wagon to sing, here's to the bus driver,
4: that, that, that thing, and the police officer no. did, did not, not like
3: that. that. The police no. officer
4: did not think that. Was idea. I was on my P's and Q's with the <laughs> New Orleans police who stole uh, stole my buddy's money and— stuff from his pocket it was a good night everyone everyone in new orleans <laughs> like
3: a dark turn <laughs> every
4: everyone in new orleans that goes to college it was kind of a rite of passage
3: got it, it right so when you're marianne's daughter there are two things that happen one marianne freeland yeah, yeah when you when marianne is your mom you can call her anytime and she will come drive you home no matter what mm. even when like your homecoming date is puking she will figure all of it out and just take you home no questions asked and then she'll be really passive aggressive Classic. mad for I three like days that.
1: Uh, I get that, you. like you know. I got gotcha. mm. you. Mo home. Damischek, a Mo Damage cut from the same cloth, <laughs> um, but was not happy when I got home that night. It was like four, five a.m. by the time I got home. By the time I got cleared by Johnny. <laughs> um. All right, back to these Patriots in New Or. Well, New Orleans. That's where they're. Dynasty or whatever we're going to call it, began. I was there in the stands that day. I watched Vinatieri's kick fly through the uprights right in front of my face. I saw it.
4: I was not a huge regret of my life. I had friends who went there for less than ticket price. No one wanted to go to that Super Bowl. No no secondary market. Really? It was right after 9-11. No two weeks between right. – uh, not right after, but, you know, it was after 9-11. No two weeks between uh, the AFC Championship and the Super Bowl because of that and so less time to travel and two teams that were you know not as much a, stub hub right And two teams that didn't travel no patriots fans were thinking oh yeah we're going to be band heading down to fans. the super bowl well, i the, was broke at the time. Fans. well no, what you I know really what, it, wish what it legitimately
1: was i've told the tale before so i'm not going to i'm not going to bend <laughs> your ear about it now but adam carolla and so i'll plug it now i was on his podcast on and you can listen to it on
4: thursday um it uh, went live, I guess, uh, Today Thursday? Thursday morning. That's how I first knew of Dave Damashek. was listening to him on Adam Carolla's podcast. I paid
1: Carolla and company a visit, uh, and we kibitzed about this, that, and the other, and I'll be doing that uh, every couple That's weeks. That's how I first heard off-season. about you, and, too. Is that right? Yeah. Long time ago. Um, I'm very funny on that show. You're very funny on everything. Good. The um, Carolla called me up because I flew out. I jumped a plane in January of '02 to, to go and watch my Steelers fulfill their destiny, Ooh. knocking off the upstart Patriots who only had survived the Raiders because of the dumb tuck rule. I was scared. I, w- I didn't think it was a foregone conclusion, but I thought mm. Steelers should win. I want to be there for that coronation. Kids, I say it all the time, and I'll say it to you again now. If you have a choice, if your team is having that year,
4: better to be at the title game than the Super yep. Bowl. Right. I agree with that. Not that I have exact experience as a fan, but just seeing the – it seems like more fun. You're there with 60,000 like-minded people. What do
1: you mean you haven't had that experience? You went to the Steelers-Patriots title game,
4: then you went to the Super Bowl two weeks later. But I'm in the, I'm in the press box. It's uh, not what, a, what, a, what happened to you? I'm like just you saying it's not soul. the same. I'm not drinking beers and, like, hanging out with all my buddies. I'm, watch, you know, I'm sitting with people that – don't even care what happened. I well though because those curmudgeons tis tis yes. doesn't mean that you should shrink. Oh, I refuse. I'm enjoying it, but it's
1: not the same as. as I,
3: I wouldn't know. I was
1: reprimanded. I was reprimanded at the Steelers-Packers
4: Super Bowl for cheering in the press box. I was reprimanded for. And you're proud of it by it who? Be. I don't care. I was reprimanded for standing up when Larry Fitzgerald ran, ran right through uh, Ike Taylor in that secondary against the Steelers. Or Am I mixing them up here? Uh, and. And just yelled up, you know, stood up and yelled out an expletive, and then people got all over me. How much
1: football that. history would say. be legitimately damaged? The Super Bowl, the playoff system would be damaged forever if that eight and eight team had won the Super Bowl. It delegitimizes things, right? Good thing. This is a good thing the good thing Rothlesberger threw that pass to San Antonio. Hey, guess what I'm doing though? I was just about to mention I was sitting in the stands at that Patriots Rams Super Bowl next to Cousin Sal. Cousin Sal from the Kimmel show. Love him. Now Cousin Sal and I and others are going to a city uh not in Los Angeles, but a different city. Got that it. is within the fifty states. Got it. I heard the Raiders have something to do with it there, but right. we're just gonna be sitting in a Cousin hotel Cousin Yeah, Ah. we're going to sit in a hotel room with Jonah Carey and Will Brinson and Adam Rank and James Coe and other people. Thanks for inviting me. It's time for the League of Leagues draft. This is the three-sport league, NFL, MLB, (laughs) NBA, and you get to keep these guys and everything else. That starts us off with the questioning before we dip into these Patriots. I start with you, Freeland. You know your stuff. You know your NBA, your MLB, and your NFL.
3: Yeah, why was I not invited to this draft? You want in? I'm actually like a little – yes. You want in?
1: Yes. You legitimately want in? Legiti- you're not playing a game? No. I can make it happen.
3: I'm not playing a game. I legitimately want in. I think that's awesome.
1: All right, clear your schedule for this weekend then.
4: Done. Is that really yes? true? Yes, wow. it's really true. This all is right. magic I'm watching Perfect. Here all right. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Uh, Sorry, Brinson. You're out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, no one's going to get run out. <laughs> in worst case, we'll partner up. Okay. Freely. I'll, is that all right? hope Yes. You can run the show. I'm the front man. I'm the face. Perfect. You can be – that's that's. You great. know,
4: he's David Lee Roth. You're Eddie Van Halen. Perfect. You're the talent. You're – right. You're the talent. I'm the – you know, I'm as the long As long as you promise to you wear know? that
3: Inside Out Steelers t-shirt with,
1: with a stain on it. I've become – I've decided I'm going to go the Johnny what? Depp way. Johnny Depp – here's what Depp does – he thumbs his Depp nose is not, at every other... know,
3: not known for being like, smell, Like you don't want to go up to Johnny Depp and be like, you smell fantastic. I've never smelled him, but I wouldn't want you to. You know
1: he smells, but that's the point. <laughs> Johnny Depp surely <laughs> smells bad. He washes himself once every <laughs> fortnight, I'm sure. He <laughs> outfits bunch. himself like some sort of uh, uh, hobo, you know, with his scarves and tattered clothing and everything else. All he's, he's bejeweled all over. Mm-hmm. Really, it all amounts to what he's doing is he's thumbing his nose at the rest of the male population. Look at what I do. I go out of my way to make myself smell bad, look bad, and everything else, and I still can have any woman I want over mm. you. Nope, Damashek. That's exact.
4: That's I a, would I, take you. There's no yeah. woman who would take Damashek over Depp. I don't know if anyone. I don't know if Depp right now in this in 2006. Freeland says otherwise. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know if he's the guy you really want to be modeling yourself after in terms of female relations at this point no you don't he's been in the news for you know i don't know if he's you not. know elsa is guy he doesn't know who doesn't jack
3: has no idea he's not a
1: guy that let's you know, keep
3: him let's like keep him the, he's like
1: the greg hardy of what about brett Brad- like, he's still that
3: kid coming oh, out of the basement who that doesn't know what the drug paraphernalia is i'm
1: let's sorry i'm not up on my entertainment weekly as no. much as rosen yeah. <laughs> man a great dad uh, who wore it better JLo and, and uh, the star, the Gilmore Girl. I voted for the Gilmore Girl. I thought she was a, um, I'm never
4: coming on the show. Again.
1: <laughs> all right, Freeland, who's the first overall pick?
3: First, well, first, of all, I have to tell me how it scored. It's fantasy. I, you
4: know,
1: you know how it is. Let's lose fantasy. It's, which, I mean, well, because, it, like, which
4: it, player? Yes, is the first overall
1: NBA, MLB, NFL. Who are you taking first? The world's your oyster.
3: Who am I taking for – well, but, like, do you get as many points for football as you do basketball? Yeah, they count
1: – assume that everything is, is been I mean, made would, even in terms of points as close as you can approximate such things.
3: It's really hard to not take Russell Westbrook at this point with all those triple-doubles. I mean, that's just a ridiculous stat. Yeah, but he's
1: not – you're not going to
4: keep him probably. And that's Why part not? of that. That was going to be my pick. What a <laughs> <Really>? pick. <I laughs> swear. Russell Westbrook. Well, because I used to do fantasy basketball back in the day. And, and stars – You in want fan- in on this? It seems like too much of a commitment. Uh, I definitely can't make Las Vegas this weekend. All right. It's we can definitely do it on not the- going
3: to be a baseball
4: player. Wait, ba- basketball stars are like, worth – That would be good. Bas- not really. No.
3: Because think about it. You Even if he, he gets maybe five at-bats a game, even if he had a home run every single time, that's still probably less than a triple-double. Ba-
4: basketball stars are worth more in their fantasy sport than stars in the other two sports. So it, it automatically right. goes basketball. Right. And then I just thought LeBron – no, Russell Westbrook. Yep. Is there is there a you Harden. Know? Uh, Anthony eh. Davis. I don't really know his numbers Not, well, right well, now, but Davis
3: is doing great. But Davis has cousins. Braun has a, a, a support. It's like who's doing it all. And the answer to me, would be like that's where I got with. Right, the let's roster. put our
1: heads together on this free lunch. We're finished here. We'll do that. But we'll just see
3: how we score it, and then we can figure it out. Because beating cousins out would be great.
4: Um,
1: he's very good.
4: He's seen. obviously he, he won he, he he want our. Who uh, you want in a league like this? She can. She can game the system. I can lose her. This up, is three, a, when there's a three sport thing going on. She can game the system.
1: I. I won the league of leagues first football league. I won the football, but did poorly in baseball and basketball. Sal won our football league. This is the one where you kick somebody out. Oh, uh, The following year, if you win, you get yeah. to kick someone out of your choosing. Ham Simmons and all those guys. Most famous fantasy football he, league in the in the country.
3: Did he? Ki- Who did he kick out?
1: He hasn't. Ki- he kicked me out two years ago. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> because I had kicked him out the year before. Got it. But he it. did it. He he made a puzzle. And he pretended like it was a big misdirect. He had two guys. He's like, it's Tall John, or it's the Dutch Mook. And the Dutch MOOC were competing. It was like an obstacle course. They had to carry lemonade on their head across the room and all this. And then it finished with this big survivor-style puzzle, two sets of the same puzzle. And they you know, had those survivor-style kind of pieces, that look to it and everything. And they're doing it, and it's a furious race. And I'm shouting out because I'm a loudmouth. I'm shouting out, who's going to win? Who's going to call? Tall tall John in the lead. So i back and forth, back and forth. And as they finished the puzzle, collectively, everybody at the same time sees what the puzzle reads, and it says, Aloha, Sheck. We'll see you next year. And everybody laughed except for me,
4: and I walked out sad. It's, it's kind <laughs> of amazing, though. It's amazing. <laughs> that
1: makes me realize. I'll get my revenge. All right. Someday. Now, let's talk about these things. Okay. The New England Patriots. Can anyone – Cynthia, I'm going to start with you here again, and then we'll hear from a guy who – has some icy distance from his face. I don't TV. at all. I don't at all. I just want you to. I want you to enjoy it as much as you can. And the way well, to enjoy do. it is to embrace it.
4: I embrace it. All right. I, I go watch it. Go watch it at home. I know. That's I'm what just what out for you though. Don't, don't, let, don't let anybody shame I you out of it. we Not and us.ing us I mean, you get to we and us. I've never. Pain. I never would have been a we and us. It's nothing. I think
1: nothing if you perfect. were from Vancouver, it would be weird if you we and us the Patriots. <laughs> but you you you're, you're you're got the bona fides. I check out, friend. Don't, get, don't let anybody with anybody. As eat. long as you
3: didn't like, you should be a fan of whatever team because as long as you didn't, I mean, and you can come in whenever you want to too. You just have to like well, go it's all. It's a little
1: like, weird. A little weird when people just vibe to whoever's yeah. good from three thousand miles away. That's front run.
3: Uh, but, but that's true. But if but if you grow up, if you're a little kid, like a dis- Like I hope when I have kids, I'm gonna make force them to be Lions fans. Like they will. It will be mm. like you know. Well,
1: that's my rule with the Steelers. Like
3: I'll re- feed them food like Pavlovian. Like you want dinner, you're a Lions fan. It's a
1: dangerous game. You know, all right? you need is for one random <laughs> uncle or whatever to give them a Buccaneers hat, and then <laughs> they
4: they land. They, they decide that's the Pirates their team are cooler. Forever. I can be dirty yeah, like Johnny Depp. That kind of stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, if you if you live out here, it, I don't know. It's tough to. You make, live out here. It's to good, to now, make make now you got
3: them. lightning tough. bolts, and you've got. I'm saying it's
4: cheap. tough to make them root for anyone. Well, see. well I, I, I always say
1: you you don't have to root for the Pirates or the the Penguins will hurt me. But fine, you can root for whoever you want. In that, but don't. I mean, don't bring home. Rams or bolts or any other. No, I'm not going to have that. Have that. Okay. You can watch football, just don't plan on doing it here. That's my message to my to my <laughs> Got it. to my uh, children Got it. for whom I'm responsible. <laughs> Cynthia Freeland. Why yes. Right I'm now it's uh, it's springtime, 2017. Spring has sprung. The Patriots. I don't know that we've ever seen this. Correct me if I'm wrong. That the team that won the Super Bowl has also clearly won free agency. True. Mm. True. And before free agency began, would we say that the Patriots, Raiders notwithstanding, were the prohibitive favorite to win the AFC again in 2017?
3: It's always hard. Look, football is so interesting with this because it's not – Even if you're the prohibitive favorite, like look at the Cowboys making it to the Super Bowl. Prohibitive favorite, prohibitive favorite. We only have 16 games, whatever, a little bit more with the playoffs where a lot can happen. So we're only flipping the coin a few times. If we played seven games like the NBA does, then I would think it's even easier to say the prohibitive favorite is X because in a seven-game series, you you have to flip the coin a few times, right? So for me, yes, I do think it's hard to – put anyone ahead of the Patriots because they have some of the main pieces there coming back especially you know stability of quarterback which seems to be the most important one but I don't necessarily like we we haven't seen what some of these teams have done I mean the draft is a big deal I, I understand that we all think about free agency and I think in our minds we maybe overweight the importance of free agency but I do think that like I think the Raiders lost a bunch so far, it it looks like, and we haven't seen how they reloaded yet. Doesn't it seem, so,
1: though, that, that that people, you know, we say you can't win the Super Bowl in free agency, except that I feel like the Patriots started as they have in the 21st century. They started a new trend because Malcolm – I mean, uh, uh, because Durrell Revis and uh, who am I forgetting else from the – the defensive piece that they added uh, in in super uh, prior to Super Bowl 49 that uh, played a big role either way Brandon had- Browner well, I guess that doesn't really count, but either way, so that's a that's a big chip to add in the offseason, season, well, Revis to swing the uh, the power structure. But then, but then, shouldn't the
3: Redskins have won? Because I mean, they added Josh Norman right. last year.
1: So I no, I think I'm just you, saying that right. th- that that the old the that the old saying, well, if you if winning free agency, there got to be a stink on it from the Redskins. Actually, from the early days of Dan Snyder, right. that if you if you go out there and do that, it's actually going to be detrimental to you, <laughs> Albert Hainsworth? Do you think right? Do you think Rosenthal to that? point I mean and then of course the Broncos Super Bowl 50 victory comes with Demarcus Ware beyond too a a lot of big name ads via free agency as well do you think though that the Patriots is maybe I'm grasping at straws but I do feel like it looks like we're headed for Malcolm Butler moving on probably although I'm
4: not ruling it out
1: are they disrupting is it at some point everybody knows it's a business all that but at some point are they undermining the spirit of the of the franchise by letting guys who were key pieces in favor of bringing in new guys and and not just that, that but is the spirit. Of,
4: that's been that's been the spi- spi- that's been their spirit so you think it's just that cold blooded mentality con- and well, everybody buys it. it's constant movement i mean you mentioned free agency 2001 When they first won the Super Bowl, I don't know if there's ever been a team that had more free agents that they had signed that year than the 2001 Hmm. Patriots. I mean, they are moving people in and out. And I saw this coming because they had nine or ten players that played more than 300 snaps headed for free agency. So it was just kind of how the calendar worked out this year. They've lost a lot of people, too. That's the thing. I mean, okay, you add Stephon Gilmore. But you lose Logan Ryan. Maybe you're losing Malcolm Butler. You add Brandon Cooks. That was the nice, you know, one big addition. You add Dwayne Allen. But you lose Martellus Bennett. I mean, people have kind of been coming and going. Jamie Collins and Chandler Jones are, you know, now long gone. But those were two guys that I was thinking were going to be with them forever. As a Patriots fan, you just sort of get used to. It. I think they really embrace these short-term contracts. And turnover, because that's what the NFL is. You might as well just embrace it. And he makes the case every single team is different. We're starting from scratch. And this is kind of their his way of like, well, I told you we're different. I mean, half of you guys weren't here last year.
3: Right. Well, I think also the, the ability they have, especially if you look at their defense, just take the front seven and the fact that there's no, are they a 43 or a 34? Right. Like they they have so much there's so much change just in those front seven in the defense alone. The fact that they can find these pieces like they made and I don't mean in any way to be mean to Kyle Van Noy because he's a former line and he didn't play as well as the lines as he does for the Patriots. That's most people. But I think they made Kyle Van Noy into a poor man's Jamie Collins. Be like, well, oh, he's yeah. a lot cheaper. Let's do this. And they can find these ways to they have a vision just like, you know, the, the Steelers are really good at this, too. They know what Steelers look like right the ravens know what ravens look like the patriots know what patriots look like I like agree but the, is-
1: the the division there though is that the patriots and and they deserve credit for it I, i'm conflicted because i think getting rid of butler i mean as a fan i hate that yeah as a right that's what Crazy. I, I guess i'm getting at it more from, from that perspective but also you know like you talk about identity. The Steelers can identify it because, because they have a well-worn identity, although it has transitioned. They tried to hold on to, we're smash-mouthed, and we're going to run on you for way too long. But they, over the last few years, have kind of turned over and gotten with uh, the 21st century vibe. But either way, there there is an identity. The Patriots' identity is we're chameleons. We'll do whatever.
4: And I, I well, yeah, yeah I don't it's love game that It's planning. hard to sink your teeth into. It, well, that's true. It's not good for you know narrative builders like you. But that they're they're. I don't. I know you and I don't like
1: narrative builders. <laughs> that's that not... on Tybee we banned them <laughs> some I, years back. That is
4: their thing though. Is approaching each game like it's its own season and having like versatility. If they have a thing, it, it you know, it's as Cynthia said. It's versatility. It's guys who can who can play a bunch of different positions. They value that more than just about anything.
3: But just be careful because. I'm just saying, to me, I think that if I had to say if I how far, they're for sure making the playoffs. It'd be very hard to imagine a world. But I do think that there are teams we're going to see. The AFC West is very interesting, a lot going Agreed. on there. Oh, I think yeah. that could be a spot that, that in one of those playoff I never games think... knocks out the Patriots. I'm not saying for you sure. You know what's going to but... be good?
1: I keep saying it, the Bills. I like the Bills this year. Their offensive line. I don't see that.
3: If they're, if they If you're line, going by offensive line, then you like the Browns too because they upgraded their. No, no, no.
1: I, I, no, it's I. Right. The thing I don't evaluate effectively, like most other people, is offensive line. I can't, I can't. You're spoiled. You have like the third best one year, in and you're no. out as oh. a Steelers fan. Oh, 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 Cynthia, how could you say that? That's been true. That's been true for about. The last twenty games in the in the preceding no. 20,
4: two to three years, right? I would give it three or four all years. Right. But you're right. Before that, it when was they won,
1: when right, they but. won Super Bowl forty three, they had a bottom five offensive line. They survived that because of number seven's ability,
3: right? But uh, that, I mean, uh, that, you know what? Don't even get me started on how lucky you are to have a quarterback. I mean, well, that's a different. Of team, com- think,
1: think of all the teams that don't. <laughs> I think
4: Matt Stafford started the show. a little. Well, I mean, had stretches at least last year. I never Matt Stafford's think, a good quarterback. I agree. I never think that. The Patriots, or even the biggest favorite possible, has a greater than 50-50 chance. So even if they're the Fair. even if they're the favorite in football, I, I think mean, you have a good. Let's like, list them real playoffs. quick. Yes.
1: Raiders number one rival to get to the Super Bowl this year. I have
3: no idea because they made so many changes. No. They've lost like eight pieces. This Texans, game. Like,
4: assuming Romo. No, Heck I would no. say the Steelers would be number one on my list. Uh, if that's if that's what you're
1: holding up. Then that's pretty grim for well, the AFC the, after well, the, what we the, saw the field, in the AFC title game. It's
4: the field, but the Steelers have have a quarterback and have continuity on offense. I always trust an offense. It's easier to be great on offense year after year. And I kind of just expect the Steelers will be great on offense.
1: Ike Taylor, who would know, says that Martavis Bryant is twenty has gained 20 pounds of muscle and is raring to go. I know I don't want to be, I don't want to depend on uh on that too much, but if he's right, just think about that. Just think about it. If Martinez Bryant is ready to go.
3: What, I mean, I know it sounds ridiculous, but you know who's gotten a lot healthier in the offseason? We haven't heard much because they haven't done a ton. What about the
1: Chargers? I knew yeah, you were going to say it. it. That's my team in the AFC West. Yeah. I declared in the newsroom. I
3: do declare.
1: On Monday of this week, I declared. I shouted. I bleated across the newsroom to the around the NFL heroes. Hey, fellas, I got news for you. You want a bold statement? The Denver Broncos are coming in fourth place in that division this year. They all nodded with in silent agreement. What's their newest podcast title? Why the why the why the uh, Broncos are going to finish in fourth place in the AFC West. I think that's right. I think the Chiefs where they go and why the, what so reason you are accusing is, us of plagiarism. No, I'm not. <laughs> First the impression. <laughs> the that impression I- is meant that, what do they say about
4: impressions?
3: Right, it's, it's flattering, flattering, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, but a- ask
4: like, uh, Sean Spicer about that. Whether he thinks it's not. <laughs> I know nothing about
3: politics. Some, <laughs> you, you know, we're gonna have to. You don't play want a game. to talk
4: about what's happening right you now? Know, we no. should play
3: a game sometime, Sheck, where you ask me what something from a current event means. Yep, you have no. See you're you're see not exact... paying
1: attention at all.
3: No, because I'm scared of it. I don't read things I don't like. I would rather go like read about math for days
4: things than are even think. I know That's it's scary. I was kind of in that beautiful. boat too, but the last year or so. No, I got
3: scared, and and I so I don't know. And People I also don't know history. The, I didn't care about history. Don't no stick the sports what happened thing. All?
1: Alamo. I don't know. I don't care. You should be more bothered by the fact that a guy like who that. likes to I crack like wise. You know what you like. It's on purpose, though. I like Blissfully to crack wise ignorant. about old movies and sports and stuff. You should be more concerned that I feel like this is insane and <laughs> and I'm so engaged. Yeah, of course, uh, Jake scary. Tapper is. You should be more weirded out well, like, now this fool even cares what's going on in our world right now. <laughs> nope.
3: Dutch, i just blissfully ignorant. All right. Happy, happy,
1: happy. Well, probably is the better way to go right now until <laughs> everything uh, settles down. Emma VP behind the glass says that uh, sideline reporter Indy, We, you know, we have a couple sideline reporters. Indy is awesome. I love sideline Indy and sideline mm. savvy. Sideline reporter Indy caught up with uh, a Patriot luminary to get the pulse of the 2017 Patriots. Here she is catching up with Willie McGinnis.
5: Sideline India here with Big Mac, Willie McGinnis. Nice, that is you. <laughs> Willie, there's been a, the Patriots have been very busy this off season yeah. with a lot of offseason trades. What has been the biggest move they've made thus far, you think? I think getting Cook from the New Orleans Saints. I mean, a deep threat, uh, explosive player, and they traded in a pick for him to get him. And when you talk about all the acquisitions they've made this off season, they're not slowing down. What Bill said at that rally, No days off? They're actually no days off. This team seems like they're trying to repeat yesterday to win another Super Bowl. So they bought in a lot of really good players. Yeah, we're excited to see if those players pay off. Back to you, Dave.
1: Thanks, Indy. Thanks, Willie. But uh, I disagree. I'm not. Uh, I'm not excited. I feel like it's a little bit of a gut punch. That's my point. Like, no oh, pressure wait. for Brandon. It's cooks, sort of anybody. like the Golden State Warriors and Cleveland Cavaliers. It's like it's, well, let's just get to it. Let's just get to the Patriots whipping somebody in the AFC title game. Who are they? Who are they playing in the Super Bowl? It seems like such. It, it seems the so. Spurs.
4: T- this is this is Dan Hanses' – you know, Ballywick too. That you know, save the cancel the Patriots, save football. You don't that think they're that, bad? That they're somehow bad for football? Give me. A what
1: break. about the Bills? You don't you you don't buy I, if the Bills. First of all, they're going to draft a wide receiver. Let's assume they they do that. Let's say they get Corey Davis, right? Okay. Now you have Sammy Watkins okay, that, and Cla- and Charles Clay, okay, that, Shady McCoy. They're clearly intent on running the ball this year. The only bugaboo for them that I can't divine from from here in March is. Are, is their offensive line going to be sufficient? If it num- is. is, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Their team.
4: number two receiver is Andre Holmes right now. But I just told you it's not going to be. Oh, yeah. Cause, well, that's start. a lock that a, a number one draft pick receiver is just going to step right in. I mean, no, that's not a lock. Sammy Watkins has only played half the games since he's been there. Kevin White was a top ten pick, you know, two years ago. hasn't done anything. I mean, it's a plate. they have a whole new staff, too. A first-time head coach who didn't exactly light the world on fire as a defensive coordinator, Sean McDermott, and a first-time offensive coordinator. Coordinator, I guess Rick Dennison has been an offensive coordinator before, but it's never been like his offense. It's always been Gary Kubiak's offense. So I don't know. They, just, they If well, anything, I, I think they'll take a step backward.
1: All right. Maybe if you're right, then, uh, you know, then that makes the Patriots more of a favorite than I already had them. But I do think the Dolphins are not jive. I don't think that was a mirage. I think they're going to be good. And I think, think the they're a mirage. No, I said I do not think Oh, okay. I thought you no, were like, not think And I think there are at minimum three and a half good teams. We'll see what the Broncos do between now and uh, the start of the season at QB, and they could be a, a viable player. I like the, the Steelers. I think the Bengals are going to slide back. I think the Ravens are meh. I don't know. The Ravens that.
4: could be in it. They're I would fine. never count them out. You know, the difference th- – hearing that trade and the last thing on the Patriots, I mean, the difference between the Patriots and everyone else is – it's obvious, I guess, but their coach is the GM. And I think th- those – that ability to sync up what he wants and to think long-term and short-term at the same time and and listening to some of their players at the Super Bowl talk about it, like he tackling is the, one of the number one things he, drafts in a cornerback which is not how you know and then he coaches how to tackle in in a certain way and just having that sort of synced up where the same guy is looking for the traits Mm -hmm. and coaching the traits and is good at it you know it's a a funny paradox
1: that we've talked about on the show for the last couple of years that it at, at the same time it is both so obvious what he does yes fundamentals do your job don't worry about doing anything else just single mind not to lose before you learn how to win but it's not platitudes no things. it's not those platitudes it's 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 more <laughs> hey listen just do exactly what i'm telling you nothing else right. just yeah. narrow minded focus this is the only technique you must practice for the next 60 minutes for us to succeed they do that and it's all the day, how does he do it? It somehow remains a mystery. And apparently, according to a lot of the experts I talked to about it, it has to do with trading on the egos of their foes. One hundred percent. That offensive coordinators can't resist calling plays, even though they know it's not a good idea. That <laughs> quarterbacks will eventually try to force a throw that they know is unwise. Yeah, we'll and let it let all lose. trades on that.
3: I, mm. I mean, that Atlanta game, they let them lose. They right. didn't win. They let them lose. But the thing that's interesting is good teams like. This is my rule of thumb and it's very much true. Good teams, there's a great cohesion between the GM or whomever is making the personnel decisions and the coach. So you have to have great teachers. There's a lot of great assets in this draft. A lot of different players, almost all of them that we see here and the ones we're talking about on TV for sure, can be used in a lot of different ways and to various degrees of success. So the ability to coach and teach and and make this asset work for you, that's like a like a really big key to it. The fact that in in the Patriots, it's one. System where like I like this linebacker and you don't even really have to like explain to someone else why and I value him at well I like him for three million but I
1: don't like him for five million whereas like it's that discipline it's the right. cap discipline they're yeah. not always right in the draft Belichick has had many no. but no uh, one's always right in it, the right. but
3: but no one's always right in the draft it's creating the the discipline because what happens in draft rooms especially once you get past like your first pick which Patriots don't ever have a first they they hate first round picks apparently <laughs> they don't they just don't take them they trade them away they sometimes they don't on purpose, but they don't have, they don't take uh first round picks, but it's once you're past the first or second pick that you're, that you want, it becomes like this thing. And you're thinking, you see these people stress out, like, best available, or do I do – say and teams who stay disciplined and have a draft board with only 50 or so main players on it, those are the guys who are getting – they have a better vision for their team. Some teams have 200 people, almost the entire draft, on their draft board. So it's just too many decisions mm. all at once, and they've got a few minutes, and they're like, oh, my – well, I think, you know what? The next guy here, he's going to want to take this wide receiver. He's not going to be available if I don't take him. And it's just chaos. So this is making- who
4: you need in the all –
1: in the League all of Leagues. League of Leagues. Well, you know, right. one one thing that could be the final nail um, for the rest of the AFC is if Jimmy Garoppolo does, in fact, get traded away. And, you know, we can debate. Well, well, first, real quick on that. What, what what's your? I mean, I guess we're all crystal balling it. Is there any reason to think Tom Brady's just going to buck history and be good for three more seasons?
3: Is there any reason to think that or not to think that?
1: Is there any reason to think that he will? Yes, I, mean, I think there, he will. Because th- why? Because because people uh, conditioning is that much better now than it was when Warren Moon. I think it's because he doesn't
3: eat any strawberries. No, but he doesn't. But apparently, um, <laughs> to me, it's the type of offense that they play. If you're if you're not taking as many shots, if you're taking shorter yeah, right. passes, quicker strike. That's
1: we've not... just never seen it though. Nobody has ever been 42 and still playing well. I mean, yeah, but- I
4: I thought he was about. I When I walked out of the Super Bowl in Indianapolis, the second time he lost against the Giants, I was like, okay, that yeah. was it. So uh, it's all like – I think well, he was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I know. He wasn't playing that well at that point. I mean, he's better now. I think the fact that their offense is better around him than it's been at any point in their run except for maybe 2007, and I would say right now it's it's right there with 2007, I mean, that's going to help him.
1: Answer this. So Jimmy G, let's say he stays. I, yep. you know, what what they might the mind reels if they could trade into the top uh, twelve um, in exchange. You know, if if they in fact for Jimmy Garoppolo, if the Browns if they can uh, get them in. Browns Garoppolo. are nothing at
4: this point, but yeah.
1: Well, okay, but what you, if they can make a deal? Let's say Garoppolo stays. How would you take Tom Brady out? You put Tom Brady in for a full season. Would they be the AFC favorite with Garoppolo under center? I think they would be.
4: I mean, we just haven't seen him. So right. I would, a lot
1: of people awful high on Garoppolo. I am,
4: I am too. But he's played, you know, two NFL starts. He got hurt. I mean, I can't see how. let well, right. I guess a I'm kind of asking I would you, say, Belichick or Brady. I would it, say please. that would that would level the playing field where them, the Raiders, the Steelers are all kind of at the same level. But I would still put them up. That would up be at the biggest level. gut punch of all if Jimmy Garoppolo took him to a Super Bowl.
3: I mean, I see. To me with that coach in that system, I, I think I that think so too. the opportunity, do I think they would win 10 games? I don't know, but I think it would be like, you know, I think like, I think you're going to get further with him on that team than you would in any of the other ones in, in, in the AFC for that, for that matter, just because I think the way they can design those plays. I also think the thought, the thing that I saw with Garoppolo and you could clock was how quickly he got rid of the ball. So his ability to, to me, that's indicative of his, like, how much he's studied the playbook, which is a big knock, right? You have your rookie wall. It needs to slow down for you, whatever, all of these things. And since he hasn't had a lot of reps, like, he, had, he knew exactly where he was going. Now, could teams figure that out? I guess. But then Belichick would shift it. So, I, to me, that quick release was a really positive sign.
1: It, it, it the one thing you can divine with your eyeballs is is that it's effortless for him to make those throws outside the hashes and some guys you yes. watch Brock Osweiler yeah. yes that extra quarter beat that it takes for him to wind up and throw it is all the difference in the NFL and Garoppolo doesn't have that issue he he can unload it pretty so quick. I want that's to tell a-
3: you my comp though you know you, you were talking oh, about Corey Davis okay so when I ran so like I do it kind of backwards I look to see who players became in the NFL then I create a profile of who they were before the NFL and then I do a comparable of the guys coming out so I only I take it NFL data and go backwards instead of projecting he looks like this person did in college I don't know what they look like in college that's not how I so I look at backwards so I, I go backwards if that if that makes sense so for me his comp is actually Amari Cooper for Corey Davis so it's he turns into a running back after he catches the ball he's not it's he's Watkins
1: def- and Cooper in Buffalo, yeah. So he
3: only has one. He had one fumble. Obviously played at Western Michigan, so the level of competition is a little bit less. And he had 15.4 yards per reception, and with a lot of yaks. So to me, you're. I, I think you're right that it could be a nice compliment to Sammy Watkins in Buffalo if that's where he went. I mean, Although it, I don't Sammy
4: know. Watkins has 2,400 yards in three seasons.
3: Patriots, no and big the, deal.
4: I've said it a million. I'm saying times. that's good, no, but it's right. not.
3: It's. Lose well, it hurt?
4: The thing yeah, that, but the thing that Brady and Peyton— He also lined Payton, up in
3: all the wide receiver positions, and he was productive out of all of them.
1: I, well, everybody's very hip on him. M-O-V-P can't play the sound that it's uh, the most overused bit. It's no bit. It's a statement of fact. Bit. The thing Brady and Peyton have had over the rest of the AFC, nay, the rest of the NFL, for just about the entirety of their two careers, is that they were in bum divisions the whole time. If the Bills and the Dolphins could pose a legitimate threat and knock them down a little bit, then it's not— Necessarily, they're they're not handed one of those top two seeds, which over the last couple of years has once again returned to being a major thing. For a long run, for like ten years or so, it was incidentally The number one seed was almost uh, on the chopping block for whatever reason. Now that has uh, has returned to where you think it would be statistically. That if you get that bye week, you're more likely to get to the Super Bowl. Um, anywho, we can talk about that uh, as uh, as the off season rolls on here. I liked Rosendolf, track it down NFL.com. Why doesn't anybody take Roethlisberger seriously with this retirement
4: talk? I thought that was uh, that was Because he says it repeatedly. Well it's crazy it's a crazy story. He wants story. attention. It is really a funny story that one of the best most famous Everybody laughs out loud right.
1: immediately. No
4: one took him seriously <laughs> even to begin with. Like Mike Tomlin talked about it that day because it was his end of the year press conference, and he kind he kind of spoke. He kind of spoke about Ben in a way that, like, oh, that that's nice. Yes, we, we take that seriously. Yeah, I mean, oh, like, oh, we're, we're, we like, hope he comes. <laughs> did, nah, he's coming back. Like, now. they didn't make any decisions any differently based on it. And, like, reporters <laughs> didn't take it seriously. Teammates didn't take it seriously. And yet, here we are in late March, and he's still kind of stringing it along. I, I mean, it's not thinking a thinking about it. He wants like, a party. Leaning toward something. it. It's so true. He's leaning toward it. <laughs> so I, I, You know what? <laughs> so that is absolutely – that – that that
1: plays into exactly what I glean from him. I feel like he is one of these chip-on-the-shoulder guys who feels like, I don't know why I'm not held up on the same level among 21st century right. quarterbacks as I think I deserve to be. And I think, I, I, you know, I think he doesn't like that, and so he does things like this periodically. McGinnis in Sideline Reporter Indy talked about uh, Roethlisberger as well.
5: Sideline India here with Willie McGinnis, former Patriot. Willie, there's been a lot of talk about Big Ben and his retirement, but what do you think? Do you think it's time Wait, for him to hang up? Ben's retiring? Has he talked about retiring? Ben, you can't retire, brother. You're one of the best in the game. You made me probably missed about two or three sacks on you when I played against you. One of the toughest guys I know. Ben cannot retire. He is Mr. Stiller, Mr. Pittsburgh. He cannot retire. I heard it here, Big Ben. If you need someone to coach you and keep you in the game, Big Mac. I'll get you another contract. Look too. at that. Yeah. Is that.
1: 55's actual nickname? No. Big Mac. <laughs> We're very casual with throwing around. Hey, here That's what Big Mac says. Like I never knew. <laughs> I never heard that one. But anyway, I, mean, I didn't want to pick on your I like. Report I like. Here, no, no, I no. like. I like the professional. Uh, the professional respect that you hear there from uh, Fifty Five when it comes to number Maybe seven. Maybe that's all he needed was this. He play doesn't play. get. Well, McGinnis doesn't give me that respect when I see him in the hallway. After his Patriots vanquished the Steelers, he laughs at me. He kind of – he laughs at me in my face. Don't talk like that about me. Laughs at me. Um, All right, let's move on. Have you
3: ever made him miss a sack, though? I could. Okay.
1: I don't know about that. Can't hit what you can't catch, sister. You know what I mean? Yep. I wish the Steelers would have taken Cardell Jones. I really think he would have been a great guy to be learning at the knee of seven. I wish he would be learning at the knee of seven for the next couple years. I think
4: think Doug Whaley, Bill's GM, is still – Holding out hope he might end up playing this year. He'll be the new E.J. Manuel, the guy that that Whaley or whoever is leaking to the press. Oh, what you know? Watch out. We're at an hour already. Emma VP. Time flies. We yeah. can't go with Mean Joe
1: then today. That's disrespectful to Seven. No, people. no, including Joe. I'm just oh, doing the math for mean you. Mean Joe. Exactly. All right. I don't know. We have to. We have a couple other things we have to talk about, and uh, I can
4: see Rosenthal is getting itchy now. Like, go oh, Can we wrap this up? Our I'm now? not itchy at all. I'm nervous about. Uh, the the song draft or maybe that was taken off the no list.
1: song draft is is uh coming in just a second here first though the business that we're the ten- pressure
4: that i feel that i you could, know i could leave out a song i'm like checking every song you should I, feel honored though because i know you have good taste in music so i want it so you're you're, you're you just uh, did
3: this on a day when Harmon isn't
1: listening because or isn't no he was listening. here he was here for the uh first part of the was it all
3: dave matthew's band?
1: No, actually, it wasn't. I was, really? I was okay. okay. What we are doing in the month of March, I know the bracket thing is lame and hack and everything else, but we except started... that I went
3: 15 and one on the first day.
1: Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I was really 15... happy about it. Well, nice
3: job. 15 and I had a really good. Well, first I don't want to be. I don't want to be great. a
1: curmudgeon, but all the favorites won.
3: Uh, no, they didn't. On day one of the tourney. Correct.
1: What do you mean the fa- every? There were two days. No, there were zero upsets, weren't there?
3: I don't think that's how. I I don't know what happened. Pretty
1: Let sure. me tell you about my tournament. Oh, I know it's how good I was. I started talking about this. Actually, it started when Sidney Crosby scored his one thousandth career point, and I said, you know, Pittsburgh Penguins center Iceman may be the greatest position group in sports history. They've had Lemieux, they had Ron Francis, they have Geno Malkin, and they have Sidney Crosby among other greats. Um, is there, a, you know, Packers quarterbacks? You have Starr, Favre, Rodgers, and you know you could say, Don Michalski or Lynn Dickey, not a bad uh, four or five there. Anywho, so we're tackling NFL position groups here, and we've been having a little tournament. The Czech Republic weighing in at Damashek on Twitter, casting their votes. Where are we now, MVP? We're getting to the – we're in the Elite Eight. Elite Eight, Ooh. yeah. We can
5: announce the Final Four.
1: Oh, we can – oh, wait, you already know who won all these? I do, yeah. I thought, oh, all we're right. Gonna so do you. Them. Well, I want to hear so your votes you. before you weigh in here. First uh, matchup in the Elite Eight: Cowboys running backs. You have Herschel Walker, Emmitt Smith, Tony Dorsett, and Zeke Elliott versus 49ers QBs Joe Montana, Steve Young, Y.A. Tittle, John Brody. Who would you vote for there?
4: You got to go 49ers quarterback. I mean, that's I mean, pretty good though. Those, I mean, those. that's a good. Yeah, really strong it's good, bracket. but you're starting with All-time Montana and Rusher. Young, and you're not, and you're not totally dying with you know. Kawhi Tittle and, and Brody. I mean, Herschel Walker, Elliott, they're, they're not really not pretty, pretty big drop-off. But Dorsen is, off, to so. me, a
1: top-five running back in the Super Bowl era, and sure. missed the all-time leading rush. That's Russians. fine. You go 49ers as well, Freeland?
3: I wish there was running backs versus running backs, but I think mm. I – We should have done
1: it that way in hindsight. We should have done them by – we should have grouped them. A little, but listen, what's done is done.
3: Right, because, I mean, in general, I think, you know, you have to go like – quarterback position touches it every time.
1: So
4: uh, we're gauging quality, quality position, but if that's not, two of the, 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 10 best quarterbacks. Correct. So that's why I, I don't, I, have to I, don't I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You Young know what? Steve, Young, well,
1: Steve Young's very good, but he's a, he's a scooch overrated in my book. He's not get, a top 10 quarterback.
3: As a former right now colleague of, of his, the Super
1: Bowl era, he is not one of the top. As a former
4: colleague of his, hush! I love him. He's
1: top 15, 20, <laughs> but he's when people
4: people I do throw like, him
1: into that top eight or
4: ten. Well, ah. that's fine, but his peak is there in the top. You know, I don't like. that. I him. like the you short. The short. I'll, I'll live with the short peak. I love that too. But his, I think Steve Young in like his that. short peak, I
1: agree with you completely yeah, about whereas his short peak. Smith, yeah. Right, I I agree with that too. But but Steve Young at his peak. Didn't uh, play well when it mattered most. You know I I hold that up as a key detail, especially okay. for a quarterback. Okay. So he can't be top ten. Emma VP, lay it on us. How did uh, the vote turn out uh, in this matchup?
5: The voters agree with you guys. They don't want the 49ers QBs.
1: Okay, good. That's right. Good job, voters. Yeah, you would think there's a lot of Cowboys fans out there, so they might swing it. Next up, Steelers wide receivers. Here yes. we go. Mighty defense, run game, so on and so forth. But as it happens, Lynn Swan, John Stallworth – in the Hall of Fame, Antonio Brown is almost inevitably going to finish there. Hines Ward deserves to be. I think he's going to get in, even if you don't think he deserves it because of John Madden. The further away we get from Hines Ward's career, the more people are going to start to do that, the, are going to do the platitudes. Like, That's a football player right there. They'll just show highlights of him blocking guys as, so as if that impacted things uh, series after series. But also the numbers are kind of there for him. Versus Colts quarterbacks. This is a little bit because they have Baltimore in there too. But Johnny Yu, Peyton, Andy Luck, Burt Jones. This is a tough group here. Freeland.
3: I got to go quarterbacks again.
1: Because you like quarterbacks better than uh, than uh, other people? Oh, pro-
3: I just – I feel like – I think this is a real – like, Unitas is –
4: A lot of yeah. gold in this black and gold here. This isn't here. hard. Not, yeah. not hard. Okay. I mean, you've got four guys who at this point – I know Swan and Stalworth are in, but they're kind of – you know the, they they. know they took a little while to get into the Hall of Fame. Ultimately, talking,
1: probably John Stallworth deserves it a touch more, except that Lynn Swann
4: rose up in the biggest. Whereas moments. Unitas and Peyton Manning, they're like like, they're in the upper echelon even among all time quarterbacks, and then you've got okay. two solid guys with them.
1: Okay, I, I, but my case would be for the Steelers is that that's four probable Hall of Famers.
3: I mean, I think I think Andrew Luck, has Andy like Luck, like has got a chance,
1: got a chance. MVP, lay it on us. The voters
3: went with the Colts QBs.
1: I don't like that. This At happens. least
3: now we have some QBs. You do have QB the right to overrule.
1: We're done with this Ooh, tournament. No, this
4: tournament's over. It's lost its charm. I guess the Czech Republic didn't always come through for you. <laughs> Next group,
1: Packers Finally. QBs. Bart Starr, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Lynn Dickey. You can make a case for Don Mikowski if you prefer. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys QBs, Roger Staubach, Troy Aikman, Tony Romo, Danny White, if you gonna wanna go dandy Don Meredith, I won't be mad at you, but I think Danny White, a guy who is now a footnote in NFL history, is the guy who took over for Staubach, but who could really I talk? you will play what if game. Danny White could have won Super Bowl fifteen. Had they just yeah, they almost get to, they almost get the Super Bowl fifteen if not for the catch. I'm sorry, sixteen. They would have had it not been for that catch. They beat the Bengals in that Super Bowl. Danny White has a ring. We look at him completely differently. He may even be a Hall of Famer. Anywho. Rosenthal.
4: Well, he's certainly taken out Dickey in terms of the last relay on this group. So he's, yeah, he, they got to have a better number four. If you want to go with Dak Prescott, too, for the Cowboys, I guess you could do that. No way. All right. Crazy. I'm just saying he's played one season. All right. I'm si- Wait, did you pick one yet? I didn't pick one. If you I'm still thinking about it. If you if you feel strongly. So Bart yeah.
3: Starr driving away in the Mustang, that's it doesn't get better than that for me.
4: It is a week 4 is the
1: reason for is the reason a yeah, little, little bit uh, confusing. Well, I, I don't know, but I take
4: Starback over Star. So, if you kind of match them up each there's each, a bit of an online debate. Uh, there's
1: some people debating this in social media off of uh, off of this little tournament is somebody uh, a Packers fan obviously said well, the first three Packers QBs are better than
4: any of those cowboys, so you go Star back over at least. No, stars. I think Staubach I and that. maybe Aikman would be overstar. I mean Bart Star's great, a huge part of NFL history and a great career, but don't mess with my Bart Starr. I love him. <laughs> But it's a different era. You know, he's battling just to keep keep the job of I being mean, a great, great quarterback, but so is Staubach and Aikman. You want to I mean, Bill Belichick would tell you Roger Staubach's among the great NFL quarterbacks of all time. He believes he's he's among the most underrated players to ever play Roger Staubach.
1: Through Super Bowl ten, if you're doing Super Bowl era quarterbacks and you rank them out in ten year increments as I did a year ago. Staubach, it's hard to debate is the best quarterback through about 1980, even 1990. He still is the best quarterback of the Super Bowl era. I hear your noise. So who's that? Your that, that said, I'm taking the Packers. Okay, <laughs> I would take the Packers. <laughs> it, too. Was close, it was close, though. Emma VP, how say you?
5: The voters went with the Packers in a landslide.
1: Whoa! Really? Where are you, Cowboys Nation? Last one to uh, last spot. Cut down the nets, move on from the regional and advance to the final four, where you will win absolutely nothing. Chicago Bears middle linebackers Dick Butkus, Ooh. Mike Singletary, Brian Erlacher, Ed George. Long ago, Bill George. Long ago, long ago. I don't. I don't. I. I, I make no bones about the fact I don't dip into the fifties, but I think it's Bill George and a uh, a linebacker of great mm. repute versus the Cowboys' wide receivers: Michael Irvin, Des Bryant, Bullet Bob Hayes, Terrell Owens. That leaves off Drew Pearson, who's That's- a borderline Hall of Famer himself. Who do you go with there, Freeland?
3: Man, um, it's to me. So the Bears have a, like, that's a very strong case. They're an iconic defense. Like, these people all... Pretty much the reason I don't know the fourth one. Bill
4: much. George is a I, I'm I don't know him either, but he is a member of the Hall of Fame. So okay, that, so that, that does help.
3: <laughs> yes, he does. I'm, I'm think, think he's yeah, a but that's another
1: that's another conversation for another time that we should definitely have because it's great fun to do. Is let's say there are only a limited number of gold jackets on the planet Earth, and we have to take some from back guys who already had the them yeah. to give out new ones. The first guy yeah. on the list is Bob Greasy in my book. There are a lot of guys who take oh, gold yeah. jackets. Like, how did Bob Greasy sneak into the hall? Was there Nobody paying attention, right? Well, I was on the Dolphins. I was the QB. Oh, well, then he's got to be in. Like, look at—I threw the ball four times in a Super Bowl. It's crazy. Andre Reed, Ooh, yeah. Ooh Andre yeah. Reed.
3: So, to so to me, and and look, here's here's a difference. If we even have four that we can mention here, and uh, the Hall of Fame status of four middle linebackers, and they like defined that position, that's really like that's pretty special, and not and uh, that. It kills me because I I love three of these. Wide Hit receivers. this. You know
1: who's maybe not on. I, I it, he's one of these guys in my head because I I see him as arguably the most dominant wide receiver of the air is Des Bryant. But if you look him up and you realize he's a touchdown maker and he's the most dangerous wide receiver in the red zone and all that, even when Calvin Johnson was in the league, and yet I don't know that he's exactly tracking to the Hall of Fame right now.
4: If you if you look up very similar raw numbers, a, very similar. In a way, to Michael Irvin, other than you know the teams that the, that's a they interesting, on. yeah, right. But that's the, a great the count. The touchdowns, you know, known, wheels aren't the number one. Known asset. for his passion, not necessarily g- great numbers. I mean, Michael Irvin doesn't have necessarily the played numbers a that you. Time though. that like, you, there was a but lot even, more. Runs. Even compared to his era, right. He did not have dominant numbers, uh, and I think Des is kind of in that class where he's not quite with the the top top receivers of the last five years i'm going know. i'm going Bears, by the way i just
3: i just think that if you're defining a position that other people can't always even identify on the field you have like you have to give it to the middle linebacker
1: i agree that and, bears and, and that is means awesome. the cow. Right. Kind of, oh well right. we don't know well i don't know if that that's just our vote we're like american idol judges offering our insights well, but those ultimately are those are
4: all, all-time greats but kiss Singletary, in right. urlacher is going to make the right. hall of fame too right they agree with you <gasps> bears
1: the Bears. That means America's team allegedly, apparently, because they get uh, they get shown the door three times over in the Elite Eight. The fact that they're in there three times is amazing. 49ers right? QBs v. Colts QBs v. Packers QBs v. Bears middle linebackers. That is your final four. Kansas City Chiefs running backs, Kansas City Chiefs pass rushers. Not, I can't, I, I, I'm heartbroken. The Steelers didn't get anything. They didn't, didn't get fight no- hard enough. They get nothing. You're welcome to overrule, but no. what about Mel Blunt and Rod Woodson? That's a at corner, and we'll throw Ike at number three. I don't know who four is, but all
4: right. We can put out a new poll. How about uh, how about the Patriots' third down backs? No, oh, stop. Kevin Fox. You Jane, know who was in Shane there? About, Varine, how about Danny Woodhead? <laughs> James White. I thought you were gonna forget <laughs> I don't,
1: James White. I how, how about in a strange
4: turn of
3: events? Horrible Lions first round draft picks that are all oh, wide okay. receivers. <laughs> it's
4: great.
1: That's a different – we'll do that <laughs> one Williams, yeah. <laughs> when we're doing the yin and the yang. All right, Rogers? Not uh, this year's <laughs> – Well, the Williams. one that we did it's have for one. the Patriots was kickers. They have – I mean, okay. they have a luminous yeah. quartet that you can throw out there. Vinatieri, you make a case, is the best of all time given the clutch. Goskowski, you have the forefather of the barefoot, Tony Franklin. You have John Smith making uh, the snow kick, the left-footed boot in the snow plow game. See, you're his- – talk about a tradition unlike any other. Not like, not like that's just a 21st century phenomenon. They were having snow plows out on the field to clear space to make it nice and clean. I believe Gino Capoletti. And Gino announcer. Capoletti. Gino that's Capoletti. The that's, a kicker. that's the other one. But they didn't advance. So there you have your final four. Look for it on uh, at Damashek on Twitter and uh, cast your vote in this final four. We'll see how that one turns out. Before we get to Mean Joe, let's do it because we promised we would do it here. The uh, The song draft. I have drafted so far. Just to bring you up to speed, it doesn't matter what everybody else has. If you hit on one, fine. we should do it all from start to finish, really. But we've begun. My pick today. Oh, we only get one pick. Well, I don't know how to. Oh, wow. do. Yeah, 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 one's LB fine. All right, what's your first pick? If, you're, if there's a song, well, I do Rose- go then. No, Rosen. No,
4: no. I don't want to go first. Cynthia
1: Freeland. Go it's ahead. Child so, of mine. That's your number one song of all time.
3: Yep, ev- it makes everybody happy. Everybody knows it. They I wouldn't say, it.
1: I wouldn't name that as the best uh, Guns N' Roses song, though.
3: I didn't say it was the best Guns N' Roses song. I'm saying if I'm drafting someone, I'm talking about Universal Appear. I'm talking about you're in the bar, you're at home, you're everywhere. Like, it's it's going to make, you're like, oh, yes, yeah, sweet Guns N' Roses on. But, the it's great. but let's say
1: that the measure is either you're on a deserted island, although that'd be depressing and that would probably require right, that a certain branding. Oh, right. Because
3: if, if it's a deserted island, it'd take like the entire Nirvana
1: Unplugged. Well, let's just say you have to drive around, you have to drive. From L.A. to New York and back and forth, you have to do it 27 times by yourself. Why? That's I why don't know why because I'm trying to stick you in a car for a while and you're going to have different right. climates right. and and uh, it'll, different times a day and everything, but you're alone. You're not trying to please anybody but you.
3: Tribe Called Quest. Can I kick it?
1: Oh. That's your number one. So that replaces now guns well, and roses. I also like scenario.
3: I mean, but if I'm gonna be driving back and forth from New York twenty seven times, which is ridiculous, I think I'd probably I don't know to, like, why you're doing that. I it's dumb.
1: It? It's a yes, weird thing to do to be, be driving back and forth. But whatever. I would say though, if you're how about this? You're taking you just have to do the cross country drive three so times. So it's just us because you have to that's do the northern route, you- the middle route, and the southern route. I say if you have that choice, America. You're going to drive from one side of the country to the other. Take Route 70. It's the most scenic. You go through Utah, Colorado. That's the best. The southern route takes you through long stretches I'm of desert. I've I, I never done it. I've done I'm it. I've gone. I went through Pittsburgh, ever Massachusetts, out here. on the 70. Yeah, that's right. I that drove from Michigan to
3: Boston, that was enough, over it.
1: I never did Maybe I didn't do the part. northern one through the uh, Badlands. I hear that one's nice, but I but the southern one oh, I nope. can I can attest, not worth it. Oklahoma City, uh, eh, just a lot not a lot of excitement there. Utah, shockingly beautiful, beautiful uh, state. I had yeah, no idea. Yeah. I've been to Utah. I ran a marathon there. Is Park that right? City. Wow. People Fancy. run marathons. I ran a marathon once. Did you really? Which one? Six What's eight? wrong with people who run San marathons?
3: San Diego. That's nice. I mean, what is wrong with people who run marathons? So to what end? I mean, I want to run one in every state.
1: But wow! To to what end, though?
3: Because why not? Then I get to see Wha- every state, and I won't all get right, fat. All right, so go to the state, and I can why go. Not? But then I can eat anything I want; I won't get fat. Mm.
1: Mm. All right, but 26.2—an is an arbitrary number. A it's a, I, I, I I get the whole marathon to <laughs> Athens <laughs> business and all that, but in modern day, it's an arbitrary figure. I always
4: did halves. It seemed more reasonable. But, you know, I just wanted to do it.
1: Once. I would go, I would, I, I think, I think legitimately would suffer some real emotional problems if I start oh, to become I cry a long dist-
3: Oh, I cry at the end of all of them because I'm, I'm so happy. I'm like, I'm so happy. In but fact, your brain,
1: how do you occupy I, your brain? All I ever do when I work out, like if I'm doing like a treadmill, which as you may or may not have noticed, I haven't done of late. But when I music. do do it, yeah, but it's all I do is just spin podcasts, the figures. Like, like I'm two thirds.
4: Really? I'm two thirds done.
3: Podcast. Like I'll go music, podcast, oh. music, music, podcast. That's how I, I only, get caught up on only everything. Music.
4: Can't listen to voice.
3: No, voice is. Great. I went through like, like fifteen 17? minutes
4: to Bill Simmons, and uh, that was enough.
3: Well, some people have less. Like I he's got that. a monotone voice, though. So maybe. No, I'm will... just saying,
4: like just listening to people talk, it doesn't motivate you to run. Sure, it does. We bought you enough time, Rosenthal. Well, yeah, it's it's a weird thing because if it's just myself, then then it's like an esoteric pick. But if it's sort of like the greater... It's for you. you. Know. It's for you. It's not for anybody but you. I'm going to make two two then. Go ahead. I don't care. All right. Number one song called Unless It's Kicks. Ackerville River. I mean, it is esoteric. Right. This is why yep. I didn't want to like. Get okay, in I love it, You're but fine, you don't have going. to take but that one so early. Like that that's, that's. But a, I only got. I'm only getting one pick this this turn, and when am I going to be back on Sheck? So I want to. I get don't, it don't know, that's, but
1: that's like taking somebody from Texas A and T. Nobody, nobody's gonna. He's not on anybody's but, radar. Okay, so what's it's, the other one? It's, get um, him in it's, the seventh it's, round. It's a
4: perfect song, though, so people should listen to it. Ultimately, it after I wrote down a bunch of songs, it was the one that's the most. What's it sound? Okay, what's the other one? You can't describe a song.
1: Rosenthal's uh, one of these people. We talked about this the other day on the show, and I'm maybe guilty of this. I've been accused of it at least. Precious music tastes, like there's a weird pride that you have in your music I don't taste. have any
4: pride. I'm not
1: saying
3: anything. Alright, keep going. What's the other one? Uh, it's I'm going go. to be
1: proud of your music taste. I, I'm not I, and I'm
4: accusing myself of that. Okay. But go ahead. Uh I'm gonna go bombs over Baghdad. Okay, really? I like I mean, that. And that is gonna get you going. When that when that came out, <laughs> I, I mean that's not what he was going to say there. <laughs> that, that that just destroyed everything before Literally. it. That'll get I you think, fired up. I think. Hey it ya! Just, it changed cha- things. Changed after that. I thought about ha from Juvenile while it was in. It was in New Orleans at that time. That 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 got you halfway there, and then bombs. I then love it. There, right? That's Check. a great
1: call. I think you know. Hey ya! I say is the best pop song. It's a great the one. The song Check. that I've heard a million times. The best one of the last fifteen years or so. And the other one I throw in there is uh, Gold Digger. How, what's
3: that, that? The Kanye one?
1: Oh, no, I don't know that. That
3: one was, like, real popular af- right after Hey, What Yo.
1: about uh, – no, I would go with uh, Bruno Mars' uh, okay. Locked Out of Heaven. That's very That's catchy. One. It's very Bruno catchy. Bruno Mars is great.
3: Frank Ocean, anything by him is great, too. So I used to have this, like, when I was running and being crazy about it, I was running, I was like, if I ever invented a swimsuit line, um, you know how, like, there's a catwalk or whatever? Mm. The song that I would have them go is The Vibrant Thing by Q-Tip. Mm. That's my, like, if I ever have a swimsuit line, Vibrant Thing by Q-Tip. And that's
1: I think I, like that. I think it's I think it's uh, telling. Not always. Some people like just don't <laughs> care about music, but I I'm interested at minimum to know what uh, music tastes are. MoVP behind the glass. What would be your choice?
5: I'd go with Staying Alive. EG's. <laughs> <laughs> wow,
1: I didn't expect that one from yeah, uh, from 23 uh, uh, year old MoVP. Ryan Bartlett. How say you? Bartlett, let me say – that that's the game we should be playing is what do you think people are going to guess? You're going to have to have <laughs> – newlywed style, have to have it right on a piece of paper. I'm going to go with – you're going to go with uh, something by – you're going to go with so, something from "And Justice for All, right?
0: Close.
4: I knew it. How about Joan Osborne, what if God was one of us?
0: That's number That's number
2: two. <laughs> Cynthia, are you going to guess?
4: Uh, Two princes.
1: <laughs> I'm guessing, <laughs> if you like, Spin want Doctors. To me, baby. Spin Doctors. That's my okay. most hated song of all time. I can't stand it. What is it? That's Spin Doctors. If you want to call me baby. Before your time. Go ahead now. If you. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> go ahead.
2: <laughs> I guess if I'm going to go one, I'd probably go something Michael Jackson.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, close. I was close do with do Metallica. Do no, do not do it. Do. Uh,
2: maybe if I'm going to go one, I'll go with uh, Beat It.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. I like Man in the Mirror a lot, too. I've come around on Michael Jackson quite too. a bit in the last I got couple over. of years, few yeah. years. I like him. Um, I went with, by the way, I already had – That's tw- big. That's big for me. got. He <laughs> finally won you over. <laughs> well, I was a holdout, <laughs> which proves that that was vapid cynicism on my part to denigrate Michael Jackson for all those years. Who was the loser of that? Dave Damaschek. That's who. I went with previously Torn and Frayed by the Rolling Stones. That's got my it? favorite one. Uh, I went with uh, Randy Described Eternity by Built to Spill. I went with uh, Tuesday's Gone by Leonard Skynyrd. Yep. Mm. I don't remember the other one I did, but I, now I'm going to claim. Purple Rain I,
3: by Prince. Nah, I like
1: Prince. I respect I love Prince. I but, uh, but don't get down with Prince as much, you know? Yeah. The
3: falsetto just isn't your thing.
1: Give me some Parliament, you know? I, I, if, if I want to, you know what, the other one, but you got to see him live. Um, <laughs> and I, well, Now you forgot. I did. I want to know who your pick is. Uh, no, if you can see Fishbone live, mm. but not anymore. But if you could have seen Fishbone right, when he in the day right, at the height right. of their powers, oh, Fishbone live is about as good a live show as you could ever okay. see. Um, I think that's enough. I'm going to go with Fleet Fox's uh, Ragged Wood. It's a great song. it may, make you feel make you feel happy. Listen to it when it's sunny outside right. in the morning.
3: I like anything that makes me feel happy.
1: In the morning? What uh, What's the old uh, folk singer who broke about 15 years ago? He, he's been dead for 40 years, but he's the English folk singer guy. Nick Drake? Nick Drake.
4: Wow, I got Whoa. that. In the morning, awesome. in the morning that Nick Drake. That Is that a, kind of when amazing. I say listen That's to something in the morning, that'll,
1: that'll make you feel happy before as you start your day. All right, so uh, I think we covered a lot of soil here. Do you? We sure did. I we
3: sure so. did a lot. Anyone who's running to this has at least run 7 miles.
1: Do you think? Uh, yeah. That's that's why we have to, you know, most shows like, "Yeah, let's try to wrap it in 45." No, <laughs> we're doing you a service. We're doing the marathoners out there. That's right. As you do your 26.2, we don't want you to feel alone.
3: That point 2 is key. Um
1: all right, that's it. So, <laughs> let's get to Mean Joe. No, I was I was half listening, but don't play the out <laughs> music. We're not done yet. We got to get to Mean Joe still. Now you're being disrespectful. <laughs> Let's make a decision right now, though. Do we want to play Mean Joe here, or do we want to save him for next week? Because I had a very nice conversation with him. It we really did it just good. before we started. I know. We talked was-
5: about it a lot in this show, so it would be kind of weird not to put it at the but then, end. But that's like we? an I just ultimate, mentioned ultimate, it's ultimate
3: appetizer. And
5: now we're talking about it now, which is also kind of weird, you know? Well,
4: you can cut this out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they allow that. Right. No, It's not
1: our way though. It's a lot we're for our editor. You know? That's the thing. We don't we're not like you. We're not like we're not like the ATM. We need everything polished up just so <laughs> Polished up just so we just pull the curtain back. Come on in. You're welcome. You know, you're in you're a part of the the put together process, right? Exactly. Right, M V P. So what's the vote?
5: Let's do it. Let's roll Joe Green.
1: I don't want to roll.
5: Okay, we're going to save it.
1: Well, how long is the show now? It's got to be over an hour without Mean Joe. We're about
5: 72 minutes on just this.
1: Without 75. Exactly. Well, then we can't play 75. That would be disrespectful to to the great Mean Joe. I want to honor him properly. 75
4: before 75.
1: We could start the interview right at the 75th minute. That is one thing to think about. Yeah. Let's just sit here talk, silently talk and for the minutes. next 120 seconds. Silently <laughs> think about it. <laughs> if you're running, just keep going. I do like Sam Spence, like this. 70s era, to really set the tone. What's that
4: Fleet Foxes song? The
1: greatest John Facenda, the greatest John Facenda line ever is: There are 27 teams in the National Football League. And then oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's the great – as they walk out of the locker room. There's no better facenda line than that. The uh, It's uh, ragged wood. In fact, I tweeted it out on Thursday morning. You can okay. uh, track it down there. The whole record's great, though. All right, that's it. So we're, go- we're not going to do Mean Joe here because I don't want to disrespect him. <laughs> what kind of way is that to treat a legend? A football luminary, a dignitary. We just spent uh, 74 minutes with two of them right here. <laughs> The boss, Greg Rosenthal. Track him down on Twitter, his podcast around the NFL, his fine pages at NFL.com and beyond. Cynthia Freeland may or may not be a part of the League of Leagues by the next time you hear from her. Watch her on NFL media, though. I'm not done yet, so now we see you you jumped the gun. You jumped the gun there. That's where you went wrong. We had it almost ready. Now hit the play out music. So find Cynthia. Find Greg Rosenthal. Hope you subscribe between now and early next week when we release my interview with it's a good the great one, Dean Joe Green talking Steelers, talking about 21st century defensive philosophy, so on and so forth. In the meantime, it's been a thin slice of heaven.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better.